Pickaxe. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. Oh. I was on holiday for two weeks. Yeah. Two uh, weeks, man. How was that? I had I've got like a golden aura of just ever so slightly tanned on me. Like nice. Like well actually I I looked I don't know if I have actually. I'm looking at my arm now and I can't see the difference between the front and the back. But I feel like I should have done because I was in the sun. Where'd you go, Marbs? I went to Paris. Uh, for TwitchCon. Oh, to, how was to, TwitchCon? To, TwitchCon was was good. All right. Um, it's I've talked about this a bit. It's it's strange because do you, you guys you guys have been to some sort of TwitchCon event. I went before, to one right? in, in Berlin a, a few years ago. I've never been to TwitchCon, but I've been to cons. I've I went to, to I, I've I been did to, go to conventions before. BitchCon. I saw you there, Lewis. At BitchCon. Oh yeah, I ever go every year. Yeah. I'm a speaker. You're the main the main the main draw. <laughs> the main event. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I got there quite late. Everyone else had gone the day before and done like some tourist stuff, but I, for some reason, got there late and I missed the partner party, which is like the thing that people go for. Yeah, um, but it's never going to be like that. You 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 go there and then you go to the actual party. It's one of those. Yeah, things. you don't want to go to the mm. fucking. Twitch yeah, it's party. got this weird dynamic to it, which I've. I've spoken about a little bit, but um, where where basically everyone in the room is a partner, right? So everyone is has gotten enough subscribers, or somehow, or, or in some way, to get to get to be partnered, right? Which I don't know what the limit is on Twitch anymore. Um, but we had to buy our own tickets. It's not like we get to go there for free, you know. It's it's kind of Twitch does want to monetize their partners as well as their audience, right? Oh, yeah. And so it's this huge, huge room, which is the partner lounge, right? Which is supposed to be quite glamorous. But isn't really. There's a lot of people in it. Like I'd say, five hundred maybe. Jeez. Um. And and everyone again. Like when you you walk around and you're looking. Partly you're looking for people that you might recognise. Okay. Right. But they're also looking at people who they might recognise. Yeah. And so you have this weird dynamic where you're not sure if people are looking at you because they recognise you or they think you're recognising them. them. Yeah. Right. And it's it's kind of weird, like going around. Cause, Did you recognize anyone? Yeah, I recognized some some big streamers. Yeah, um, yeah, my, and I recognized my friends. Obviously, I got there. I got there right at the end, though. Right, right, right. as soon as. But it was in like a greenhouse. It was super, super hot in there. It was like everyone was sweating. Why would you do that in fucking July? Where should we know. have the party in a greenhouse? You got to in be a non-air conditioned. Like, no air that's conditioning. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's been hot too, right? In uh, it was hot. It was hot. So it, in it, Europe, you know, not Duncan here and, so much. But I got no. to the party, and Duncan and um, Ravs were right at the entrance, and I was like, "What are you guys doing here?" And they were like, "There's a fan," and I, they pointed uh, up. There's a fan uh, in the ceiling, like, <laughs> and so they were like, they were like standing under the only Jesus. fan in the place. Oh my god! And they were like, "This is the best spot. We're holding it," you know. And there he was, was like, a, so you, you're telling can me, you, can you take over holding this place while there I was only the one like, fan at sure. TwitchCon? That's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unusual. A, it's a pun. You get it? Funny, yeah, I get funny the pun. Stuff. Yeah, I, I was just saying, I got <laughs> so it, but clever. I just could not be bothered oh, to so follow up on it. Well, it's right. We went to another party. We went to like we went to another part. I'm just gonna plow onwards. Went to another party, which was on a boat. It was nice, and then we went to a party with the Tiltify people who who do the charity stuff. Oh yeah, we met a load of the charity people. That was nice. And we went to various where various other bars and parties. I didn't really do the actual con, um, no. which is again, it's you never do. No, no. Um, one one never does. Even it's, like <laughs> uh, even the times I've been to BlizzCon, 
you watch the opening ceremony and then the rest of the time you just hang out with people that you know yeah that are there yeah you don't go to like all the panels and stuff well, well i mean God, some, I, some people do yeah. i guess but i mean i, I well it's it's useful did. to know all the some of our guys in the in the in the group are actually quite socially competent unlike me and so they book all the book you know make sure we're on all the, the lists for all these various parties there was a tiktok party we went oh, to nice nice which is pretty pretty weird um and also like the crowd was i want to say very high quality <laughs> right <laughs> at the tiktok party oh everyone was party. everyone was beautiful yeah, i felt like the it's oldest TikTok. ugliest man there um and I was probably so, but, no, but it, on TikTok, are there like, like, uh, like, like on uh, Instagram stuff? Are there like big influencers? Oh or hell I, yeah, I thought dude. TikTok was just kind of random. Like, no, just, oh, man, that's some huge. Oh look, I just you I don't found somebody throwing up, and then it's who like, they are. You know, you, you talk to someone, and you talk to someone, and they're they're million. Yeah, they're they're the expert throwing up. You know, they've thrown up, or they throw up in every country in the world. That's their thing. Oh right, you okay. know. And these, they've got these a million, are the people, yeah, they've got like a bajillion people. people. So I mean, yeah. the, these are the people, you know, the style that you see everyone doing on TikTok. They're the ones who either came up with or popularized that. Like these are like the progenitors of all the either that the, or the, the they're beautiful. Shit. Yeah, and or they're just it. absolutely stunning. They're they're really on it oh, and they okay, do but, all of the trends. And they publish like ten or twelve TikToks every hour. Man, do you I, I mean? don't know they how literally... I managed to insulate myself from this, but like this is not the TikTok that I use or have ever seen before. Right. Like mostly okay. like if I see TikTok, it's usually like uh there's no sound it's like subtitle like somebody talking about some some crap that i i don't even read or it's just like i said somebody puking or somebody like doing flipping a bottle or something like that like it, right it's just like these really mm. short little sometimes interesting things but not not I overly but i, I, I didn't realize uh, that they had like big i don't think you spent enough time on it no well because... i don't actually use the right. app itself either well, there you go. like i just see it through whatever like well, it's algorithm-based, you know? right? So if yeah. something's popular and doing popular, it'll be shown to more people and it'll just get more and more popular. Um, and we've got a guy, you know, Tom Bates in the office. He oh, does animations that are Tom really, Bates. really, really cool. Yeah. Right? And he's built up this massive TikTok following um, over the last sort of couple of months. Marmalade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's Nigel and Marmalade. You should check it out. Um, well, you probably already know it. You probably I, know, I, know it. I, I do not know that, but I will check it out. Yeah, they're really funny. They're really good. Like, it's really, it's, it's, yeah, it's just possible for people who are really talented to just, you know, get some stardom through the algorithm. I'm nice. sure there's tons of people who are really talented getting no stardom, but, you know, that's just how it works. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's kind of like what happened on YouTube with me. I was like so talented, and then yeah, I just got same. really, really insanely popular as well, which is. My, yeah, so it works TikToks, the other way around as my well. My TikToks are so good, and they never get any, any love. I'm, I'm one of the best TikTokers around. What kind of, how many TikToks What kind of content five. are you pushing? Five. <laughs> it's five. What's your, what's your demo? Uh... I haven't thought that far ahead. Right. I'll be honest with you. I did. I did once where I tried to come up with new hand signals for things that there are no hand signals for. What are your optics in reach? Like, um, um, wow. I'm going to oh. use so many sounds, buzzwords. Sounds so niche. <laughs> <laughs> so you're making your own sign language. Yeah. So, what, so, so like doing. the one I came up with was if you need the toilet, there's no way to signal that you need the toilet. There's loads for do you want another pint? Or, you know, so there's lo lots of hand signals. Before I need the toilet, or where is the toilet? There's nothing. You've yeah. got to mouth it. Where is the toilet? 
So right, I came right, up right. with you cross your fingers one over the other like you've got your legs crossed, like you're trying to hold it in. That'll do as a symbol. You just cross your fingers at someone like that, one over the other. Right. And they'll be like, oh, he's holding on because that's the symbol for he needs the toilet. So you just This is point. actually great. I know, it's handy. No but, one's come up with it. That was my I, best I feel bet. like toilets are, like, are so well signposted anyway. Like You should never really overly struggle to find a toilet. If you I, just I don't know, look dude. It. If, if you're in a busy pub or a restaurant, they don't put bogs this way in a good restaurant. You've got to ask. Do they? Do uh, they not? Yeah. No. Right. You've got to, you know, you're generally loitering around near the kitchen and they're like, but oh, it's I just feel there. Like, I feel like if any time in a restaurant I get up and I go into the, the I'm going somewhere where I'm walking around, they know I'm probably going to look for the bathroom. Yes. And I almost am like, I could just, the hand signal was just like, I tilt my head. I'm like, huh? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, in the back. Do you know what I mean? I'm it's like, saying, imagine if we're having a meeting and I want you to wrap it up or to make an excuse like so I can leave, but we don't want to reveal that I need to go to the toilet. Or, uh, you know, I, I'm with a couple and, and uh, I need the loo and I want the other guy to say, oh, uh, just, I just need to chat to you for a sec. Anything. I can just give them the fingers crossed. Right, but that's like a covert, that's like a game. Right, yeah, sign but I'm saying you could use though. it in many different ways. There's, uh, there's a lot of situations where letting people know you need the loo without having to say, I need the loo, would be kind of handy. That's Wait, what you can just right. announce very loudly, is there anywhere a guy, what, what's a guy got to do to find somewhere to jack off in this place? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, gotta, uh, squeeze out of, gotta squeeze out a turd. <laughs> Anybody know a good place? <laughs> gotta take a big stinky dump. <laughs> gotta, right. sticky, gotta take a big right. sticky one, yeah. Sir, this is a funeral home. I need to do it. <laughs> I gave you the hand signal through the window. <laughs> you, you ignored the hand signal. So oh, it's a real man. popular TikToker. Dump me some sign language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna catch on. I feel like feel like that's that's not actually that bad of an idea, but I also feel like there's no nothing for it to grapple onto, right? There's no, you know. You need to you need to start with the trends no, I and don't then care. move into original I, I, content not, after you've got a big not, audience. I'm not into right? it. I was just fucking around. I like, think you're doing it the wrong way around. I don't want to do it. I well, want to be known for making TikToks that aren't popular. Mission accomplished so far. Let's see if we can keep it up. You've done it. I've got yeah. a, I've got a vibe on my Instagram. I never smile on my Instagram. All the pictures are just of me not smiling. And people now That's cool though. You it look is cool. cool. But it's you look cool. really not smiling, even in situations where you think you might be smiling. Well, like um, the birth of a child, and you're just yeah, like I'm just straight holding face. It. You're just holding passive. it, and you look annoyed. <laughs> me getting it's a great. giant check, giant novelty check, and me just straight facing. I just think it's funny. You look, you, you look to, burdened you need to by post it more. Honestly, dude, like it's funny. Instagram like, should... is what the engagement is so much better than Twitter, especially now. Like if yeah, I well, post Twitter's, on Instagram, Twitter's engagement's been um, it's shit. Yeah, well, I don't like they changed a bunch of stuff around, right? When um, when Elon took over? Yeah, I mean, um, but that, and also, if you follow a lot of people, you, you, you know, you, messages just get lost. Yeah. I find on Instagram, stuff jumps out at you more, because it's by its nature, it's all visual. So yeah. the people that are posting dog shit, eventually I just unfollow them, but I just I just think it's it's just much better. Do you unfollow well, them, or do yeah. you just mute them? I've unfollow. Oh, oh wow, that's uh, sassy. I, I only mute people. Yeah, I'm a uh, muter. No, I'm no. a big muter as well, actually. You shouldn't unfollow people. I've told you it. this before. You know, you can upset people if you unfollow them. They yeah, what if, what if you meet them in real life and they're like, why did you unfollow me? Exactly. I don't want to have that awkward conversation. Look, I, but I don't I, mind having the awkward conversation. Why do you never reply to me? <laughs> <laughs> the list of people oh, I follow on Instagram, is pre it's pretty bad. You know, When you meet them, what you can do is you can give them the symbol. Signal oh, I really don't want to meet them. For the, like, the... the, the, the 
I need to take a massive stinky dump. <laughs> and then you just leave. <laughs> Maybe more people need to use that to get out of. Mm, but the sticky dump excuse. Yeah, the really kind of over the top funny excuse, right? It's yeah. like imagine someone knocks on your door and you're wanking in there, right? And they're like, are you wanking in there? It's a joke. And you're like, yeah, ha ha. <laughs> right. You have to, but you have to like, it's hard. If, but you, imagine you weren't wanking in there mm. and they knocked on the door. And was like, oh, you wanking there? And then you're like, no. Um, oh, that's you can lead into the joke at that point, right? Because you're not taken. They didn't get it. They didn't guess right. Okay, how about this it. though? You you audio you do an audio recording of yourself jacking off really loud, right? All the grunts and groans and everything. And you could even like, if you want to put some, you could have like a, like some light role play in there as well and stuff if you want to. Right. And then you leave it in the bathroom loud yeah. enough so that a passerby yeah, could like hear that. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then so they're out, out outside the door listening to it. And then they call into you and they say, are you in there jacking off? And then you're, no, you're right behind them. They're not going to say that. You're up right behind them and you're like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. How what they're going to do is they're going to go downstairs and talk to the people in the lounge and say, I think Lewis is, is in his room. Even better. You, you might have like a, a gathering of people listening to your, your yeah, jack off yeah. tape. And then uh, you're just right behind. You sneak up behind them and do a huge prank on them. But then you have this to explain that you did do an audio recording of yourself jacking off for the prank. To, 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 to prank someone. Just yeah. I guess what prank. I'm trying to say is sometimes there's a fine line between making a joke about something. Like imagine, imagine you just wanted to get out of a meeting. You didn't actually need a shit, but you could use the I need a shit like as a joke, mm. do you know what I mean, to get out of it. What if, you to, need, what if you use the I need a shit excuse and then you go to another meeting, but you don't realize that somebody from the other meeting is in the same meeting, and then you use it again because there's no way you're taking two shits in one day. Like in, right. in you're like juggling meetings, close succession, yeah. But you just drop I the see. ball a little bit. It's a, there are two big meetings, and there was well, somebody. But then you could just, if they called you on that, you could just say, "Well, you know, I had some bad prawns or something." Yeah, just you know, some really bad diarrhea. Yeah, I'm. I guess. I guess it depends. I, you have to be a certain level of confidence to pull this kind of shit off. Is what I'm saying, mm. and I don't think I'm. I don't think I trust is it myself. Confidence or just not giving a shit? Because I think you could just not give a shit and and really pull it off, right? Because I think if you, when yeah, you don't, actually, it's, it's not right, even about being it. confident. It's just about not giving a shit. Because if you don't give a shit, then there's no consequences, right? You just think, oh well, whatever. Somebody calls me out on it, I'll deal with that. So I'm not too worried about it. And uh, if they don't, well. Great, I got away with it. I think you just mm. got to not not give not give a shit about that. Mm. Go anyway, for it. so TwitchCon Paris was great. Great, right. there's no riot problems. People were lovely. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I'm glad to hear there was no riot problems around. That's what they can say next year. Still yeah, riot free. Um, come to TwitchCon. Come Paris. to yeah. Are you going to go to the one in San Diego? I got. I saw that uh, they're starting to advertise it. Are you? Uh, I think it's in Las Vegas. Oh, is it Las Vegas? Vegas? Oh, oh go better. Vegas, are you going to go? Baby. I'd go to Vegas. Fuck I might yeah. do. Do you want to? Do you want to? I'll go if you go. When is it? I don't want to go to TwitchCon, but I, I'll go to Vegas. <laughs> well, I mean, again, we don't really go to TwitchCon. Not yeah. true. Yeah. I to... just, uh, I'll, 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 I'll do a trip to Vegas under the pretense that I'll go to TwitchCon, and then I just won't go. Do you reckon you could sell that to your family? Yeah, yeah. When is it? It's October the. Oh, I can't. Oh, no, I can't go. October is yeah. <laughs> a real bad month for October me. October is bad for <laughs> me. <laughs> 
You're both like, I haven't got anything planned in October. Have you got stuff no, planned in October? We're going away. Oh, I mean, yeah. We're going away. So, and there's a half term in It's half term. Exactly. Oh, First of October. Got to get that car MOT sorted. You've got to get the MOT sorted for his car, of course. And uh, and there is potentially, you know, if I'm if I'm lucky again this year, maybe I go to TI. That would probably be in October. So. Oh, okay. It's one of those. Yeah, and you were willing to miss weddings for that. I so. missed my Wait, sister's they're, wedding. They're in that, October so. now? Yeah, yeah. What happened to yeah. summer TIs? Uh, it got delayed. Oh, Did you remember that one things. year when it was going to be? This was COVID. Oh, right. It was going to be in Stockholm, and at the last second, the Swedish government literally fell apart. Nobody was in charge, and they needed Valve and, and PGL people to make decisions about visas to get people into the country for TI. Right. They were unable to do so because there was no one to push a button that says yes or no. So they were like, "Fuck, we can't do it in Stockholm." What are we gonna do? And then and they did it in they Romania. They did it in Bucharest because mm. I remember the guy who runs telling PGL, me about that one. Yeah, yeah. So he is Romanian, and he was like, "I will call my friends, and we will get visas." So they did that. Everybody turned up. We had a TI. It wasn't great, and no fans were allowed, and it was kind of. But it was in October, this and so that meant that from then on, they were like, "Well, now we're two months out. We're gonna have to do it in October again because otherwise, we'll only have ten months to run the season." So. That delay has, is the reason that TI is now in October. Um, this this reminds me of something that made me uh, chuckle a little bit recently. It's it's mm. not related to TI or Dota in any way, but uh, when you said that the guy was uh, Romanian, I know Serbia and Romania aren't the same place or whatever, but they are not. But I, it, I, there there is probably like you know for people from Romania and Serbia, it's, if you if you're in an English speaking country or whatever, there's always going to be like maybe little isms and or like lost in translations or whatever. Anyway, I was watching uh, Wimbledon, uh, the final, and uh, that that young Spanish lad beat uh, Djokovic. I don't know if you yeah, guys watched yeah. or whatever, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Djokovic took it really well. Actually, he was very very nice about what he was saying after the fact. After the match, he only smashed a couple of rackets. He did. Yeah. He got fined for smashing one racket, but his he he said, you know, he's done really well. He's played so well. The better better player won. Everything like really really nice actually. Uh, and then he got a bit tearful because you know he's like he's pretty accomplished. He's played a lot of tennis or whatever. Uh, and then the the person interviewing was like, do you do you have anything else you want to say or whatever? And he's like, I just need a minute. I'm I'm crying a little bit here. And then he looked up at his son who was sitting in the in the crowd. And he looked right at him and he's like, I love you. And later on, let's go home and we can love each other. <laughs> it was just like such a weird, oh, no. it's just such a weird <laughs> phrasing. But like, I mean, obviously, like there's like weird, there's some language barriers, like a second language and stuff, but it just, <laughs> I thought oh it was, God. I, I it love it when funny. this stuff happens. <laughs> yes. He just like, he was kind of stumbling over what he was trying to say in words and stuff. And then that's what came out. And it was just, I don't know. It was kind of perfect, actually. <laughs> It was really <laughs> funny. Oh. Uh, it was uh, like uh, one of those, you know, completely unintentional, but uh, like kind of endearing as well, you know, like it what didn't come across as like weird or malicious or whatever. It was just, you know, unfortunate phrasing, but it was... That is funny. It was funny, yeah. Poor guy. It was good. I don't yeah. think he gives a fuck. Apparently, he's he the greatest of all time, based on his wins. I, mean, I think you know, so. I think he is, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I personally, I'm a, I'm a Federer fan, and I don't yeah. care how much you've won. If you've never made me go, holy shit, from a shot, then I don't care. Yeah. And Federer is one of those guys you just can't believe how good he was. Would you say that Federer is possibly the GOAT? I, I think he is, but apparently not, because he hasn't won as much. So. Oh, right. 
But so, I, I, you know, for me, sport is about entertainment, not just achievement. I don't uh, care if you ploddingly win everything; you're not going to be remembered fondly. I, and he's not an exciting player to watch. He's like boring as fuck, yeah. and he's just a he's anti-vax dickhead. So I don't. Yeah, care there's the there, there is the sort of uh, personal life aspect of it as well. But I don't yeah. follow enough tennis. I watch Wimbledon sometimes if it's on. But uh, no, I just thought it was funny. I'm not. Not, not, not coming from a place where I'm a, a fan or a hater. In either way, I'm, I'm, you know, what pretty... are you doing, by the way? Yeah, what are you doing? Because we can hear you in the are background. Are you playing Battle Bit? <laughs> no, I'm not playing Battle Bit. I'm playing Halls of Torment. <laughs> you play this game. <laughs> you, your fucking mechanical keyboard is clattering away. You're talking. <laughs> it's like Vampire Survivor. It's very intense. Can you just You're pause it? Yeah, smash sorry. it away. Sorry, I didn't realize like, it's it was just so, so loud. loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could, we could both. Most of us know that you're like slightly absent. <laughs> yeah, like, you're sort of going, oh, it's like, you know, whatever. And it's just like, uh, you know, so it's like he's fucking playing something. I thought you were fishing or something. Man, I'm always playing Yeah, we didn't know. We, but we were both like not addressing I'm it. I'm always <laughs> like, playing something. Until it got to the point where it was just like, it, I, I felt, I mean, I honestly thought I'd lent on my keyboard at one point. It was so fucking loud. So loud. Sorry, mate. I do anyway. have a loud mechanical keyboard. I should probably yeah. get a new non-mechanical. No, keyboard. don't. You've got to have a good one. you got to I like the, the I love the clacking noise. It's a nice clacky sound. Yeah, it is. After I went to Paris, I went straight to Corfu, um, where I went on holiday with some friends who were sort of sort of an odd group. There's this this couple that I met a while ago, Tom and Becky. They're really really lovely people. They've somehow put together this disparate group of random people. There's like uh, a couple of artists, a couple of Instagram people, a couple of ex YouTubers, uh, Sparkles from. Uh, the rock band Area 11 and also Yogscast back in the day. Yeah. And a few other people who were in, in different walks of life. One like travel vlogger, blogger, one um, another musician. And, and we just, it was just, they're all so lovely. It was so nice. Like, I don't know, like, it was just such a nice time because there was always someone who was, could you, we had a little WhatsApp group and I was always, there was always someone who was like, oh, do you, do you want to play pool? Do you want to hang out, do you want to walk down the beach or something? You know, there's always someone up for it. But also, like, everyone was kind of, there was no pressure, right? It wasn't like we were, there was no one booking stuff for us to do every right, day. It wasn't yeah, like we were having to get that. in a car for an hour and go to a road. Right, 6.30am, you know, we've got ruins. the hike up the volcano. Everybody be I mean, there at 5.45, fuck off. Ex I hate exactly. those because nobody wants to even do that stuff. Yeah. The only person who wants to do it is the person who's organized it. And the only reason right. they're doing it is because they organized it. It's yeah. not, not that anybody actually wants to do... And because they the, think other people will enjoy thing. it. No, yeah. they don't want to do it on their own. Maybe they will. Maybe bastards. it'll be worth it. Maybe Selfish it'll be a great time. Bastards, how dare they? But organizing sometimes things it, sometimes on it is. <laughs> but um, I, d I basically did nothing the whole week. I didn't really it's move a fucking holiday, from... mate. That's why. Oh, it was it was bliss, dude. Honestly, the re the resort's like a little bit kind of little bit gross. Mm. Like it's a little bit run down. Right. It's in this like I mean, Corfu is not Corfu. the wealthiest place in the world. I'd say like, no. When we it's went a cheap there, holiday. Yeah, everything was a bit broken. But, Have you ever I mean, considered Greece going on a busted. on a cruise? Uh, like a, um, don't do it on the ocean. Don't do it. Or maybe I'm you not, to visit my the, the fjord. A fjord. Um, now that's a good cruise. The Hurtigruten. That is a good cruise. There you cruise go. up the fjords. You just made that up. No, Look he it did up. not. Hurtigruten. H-U-R-T-I-G-R-U-T-N. Apologies, Norwegians, for my if you can uh, if you get the if you get the most recent flight simulator, Lewis, you can go scope it out ahead of time. <laughs> see what it looks like. See if it what? would quench your whistle. Just Why would I what put myself on a frozen vessel going into the north of the so 
First world. of all, the fjords of Norway are I've never seen anything, any part of the planet that looks like it. It's it's absolutely breathtaking. Second of all, you see a lot of really cool wildlife and stuff like that. And thirdly, there's a really, really good chance of seeing the nor- the northern lights and like big, bigly seeing the northern lights. Yeah. Not bigly. just a little without bit. Any, like without any uh, light pollution from a yeah. city or towns or anything. Now you can go all the way to the Arctic Circle. Um, and I think there's even a Hurtigruten that takes you up as far as like having a look at it fucking the retreating ice shelf of the North Pole. That kind of level of north. Because yeah. they're so far north, so it's properly up there. Uh, it was great. I mean, it was a very chill boat. Because um, it was you know, so cold. Yeah, it was just it was relaxing. There weren't any crazy people. There are some Germans and stuff, and there's a hot tub on the top of the boat. And if you want to hang out with Germans, that's where you'd go in the evenings. Right. Um, okay. It's pretty much just Germans in there. Um, but yeah, it's just the kind of thing that they do. But it was it was good. It was really, really cool. You'd have to do it with the right person or people. Right. Me and Mrs. F just went. Just me and Mrs. F. It was, cool. it was very romantic. How many days Sadly, was that? I was like four days or something. It wasn't oh. even a particularly long trip. Um, sadly, we didn't get to see the Northern Lights. It was overcast every night. Uh, but we still had a great time. It's beautiful. Nice. That does sound actually doable. It was nice. I, I- I guess you don't go out on the deck very often. Well, as much as well, you I want mean, to. Yeah, it's not. I mean, bear in mind, this isn't some kind of Northwest Passage, you know, icebreaker. It's right. depending on the time of year you go. It's it's cold, but it's not going to be like ridiculously cold. If you went in December or something, I'm sure it's fucking freezing. But the boat is warm. I mean, it's warm on the boat. You get off and walk around these little Norwegian towns. Ålesund was when we yeah. went to, which is eel sound. It's like a part of the water that's full of fucking eels. But Olesund is like a, a UNESCO heritage site. It's got all this amazing architecture, like this art deco architecture that they preserved. And the one thing they preserved as well is this huge, really disgusting, brutalist skyscraper that some cunt built right on the fucking dock. And I was like, why did you preserve this? He goes, well, we thought, you know, maybe we think it's ugly, but in a hundred years, people might think it's beautiful. And I was like, <laughs> that's a very good point, my man. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I've, that's I've what always... I'm banking on for myself personally as well. <laughs> you know, I guess I've always had a soft spot because of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think Douglas Adams was a big fan of the fjords. And remember one of the characters was very proud of creating them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There was like, Earth was designed by this, was it Slarty Bartfast oh, yeah, or something? I think yeah, it was. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. He did spend a lot of time um, working on the fjords. Yes, he was. He was, And I, yeah, I feel like there's, there's something similar in New Zealand on the South Island, I think. With um on the coast, which is very yeah. similarly well, look, Norway's right beautiful. there. Like I was, I, I know, I was thinking so about I- Norway the other day because um my eldest is studying World War Two. I, did I talk about this on a previous podcast? We're watching the World at War. Yeah, I think oh, so. maybe. Yeah, yeah. So the disastrous invasion of Norway immediately made me think. Well, at least they got to see the fjords because they are very nice. So right. yeah, go and have a look at the fjords. Well, okay, it's I, very I'll Lord of the Ringsy. It's like there'll be this huge spike of rock coming out of the water there'll be all little fishing huts and houses around the base and then it's just it looks it's really you could imagine two giant kings holding their hands across a, the 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 water you know it's very lord of the ringsy i, I loved it did, i well god that's that's my jam did you did you go from london or did you just did you fly to, to norway and get on we there we flew to some part in the south of norway like and then we went up to Oslo. Was it Kattegat? I don't know. Uh, so we okay. went up. I don't think Oslo is on the. Let me have a look at a map in Norway. I can tell you where we went. Maybe we that's Sweden, one. actually. We I took could a little be thinking flight. of Sweden. 
So we went so, to um oh okay so I think we went to something like Stavanger or something like that and then flew to there and then we went up through the fjords and then we went to was it Trondheim or was it not that far north Mrs F would know either way we went went to somewhere and took a flight to Oslo and then took a flight from Oslo back I think that's right. that's what we did it was a few years ago I and I can't remember anything that's that's fine don't worry um. I'll look into it. Uh, He's already so booked. anyway, He's booked it went to, yeah. So you went to Corfu. Went to went to Corfu, got there, and I was like, "Why the fuck have I come here again?" Because like in, on that first night, because because the, the the I went like there's left like hair in the sink in the bathroom, and like the sheets on the beds were like a bit kind of like not like like dirty, like had dirt on them in places, mm. and like do you know what I mean? It was like kind of gross, yeah, right? Yeah. A little bit gross, and I was like, "Why the fuck am I come back here?" Because the first night. Because I got in quite late, um, went like almost straight to bed, and the aircon's like really janky, so I'm like hot. And then the um, it was like it got cool. It it, it worked itself out. But the, the, like that first night, there were like so many bugs in my room, like mosquitoes. Like as soon as I would doze off, there'd be like this little wee in your ear, mm. and you'd have to like slap a mosquito, right? And they were proper big. And I swear to God, I killed about. 10 mm. of these things, not even joking. Um, and there were more hanging around. And eventually I finally got to sleep. But I woke up with like bites all over me. I was like, fuck me. Mm. Um, so I bought one of those little pesticide mosquito killing plugs um, for they, the room. They don't really work though, do they? Which actually worked fine. Um, do you I know what? I've got that. a suggestion for you. And, I was a bit uh, worried I was gassing myself. Other but... people, feel free to take note of this. This year, I'm normally the one, I don't know if you guys are in the same boat, I'm normally the one who gets bitten by mosquitoes. If we're on holiday, right? Uh, I will be the one getting bitten. Not they Mrs. see you F. as the juicy hunk of meat. Yeah, so they'll eat, they'll eat me every time. Uh, so I've tried everything. I've tried all kinds of repellents and all the rest of it. It never fucking works. So I recently switched colognes. I moved away from uh, Sauvage, which is, according to my sources, a fuckboy cologne. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I now use Armani I'm making a note code. of that. Yeah, I use Armani code. Sorry, I thought you said Armani clunge. I, <laughs> I thought I misheard, sorry. Armani code. Armani code. Yeah. Timelessly sensual in a pure and understated way. Yeah, and it's this really- This is the first oriental fragrance created by Giorgio Armani. Armani. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm not kidding. It actually has- I haven't been bitten once. Well, it has wooden citrus in it, so it, that could possibly be they something that scares away- that shit. I think. Bugs, yeah. I think. All right. Well, make a note, everyone, if you want to. Well, I had go. bug spray, and I also had this plug. And the plug I was worried about, again, gassing myself with pesticide. But actually, I was. it was totally fine after that. And and, and the aircon kicked in, and it was fine. And like that once I, like, you know, the, the sheets were that, not actually that bad. It's like I spoke to someone, because, because the resort's so nice. Um, and we went to the, the West Coast, and there was this super yacht that pulled up on the beach. Was it Jay-Z's? Um, and it was like a proper mega super yacht. We looked it up because you could track them. Mm. Where they're was going it that the world. guy from Microsoft? Um, can't remember his name now. Steve no, but we Ballmer. looked up who owned it. <laughs> no, it was not some Steve. Nigerian. Oh, was, okay. Some Nigerian billionaire, and a little a little yacht. Did came he out. wind down the porthole? Ex excuse me, I have a billion dollars. I must. You must give me one hundred dollars <laughs> so I can transfer you the <laughs> <money."> <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> 
He's just like, a, he's like, a, my money is in He's escrow. like a port to port pyramid scheme salesman on a yacht. Just yeah. stopping people at the fucking docks. <laughs> so there's a whole. So they got out and went in. You sailed to shore and got into this. Went into this restaurant on the on the in the resort, which is a really nice restaurant. And so, uh, so at the same time, both a shitty Englishy resort, but also the the, the billionaires are, are eating there. So. You know, I guess that just goes to show that it's it's you know what you get. Um, but yeah, there was like some interesting stuff. There's there's a van that drives up and or I think he drives around the island, but he does drive up and down the beach selling fruit. Mm. Right? And Tom was like, "Don't buy fruit from him." And I'm, I'm like, "Why not?" And he's like, "Well, he's weird because he has things like loudspeakers, <laughs> and he kind of he says like healthy, healthy, healthy pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> vitamin, 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 it's, it's mango, good, mango. Just a good salesman. It's, it's, That's what it's peak so creepy, salesmanship though. looks like. And you, you're it's too yeah, ignorant like, to welcome, recognize welcome it. Welcome to salesmanship, Lewis. Sorry? It's like ASMR. And anyway, Tom said, "I said, why not buy him from me if he's just like, if he's creepy? I don't care." And Tom was like, well, I saw him. That's how they sell uh, drugs in, in Amsterdam, Pissing in the too. sea. He pissed in the sea. It's the sea. Who doesn't? I know. That's coca, what I coca, said. Coca, he said. Coca, 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 heroin, coca. And he, <laughs> he said, no, no, no. He was like, he was standing with his like, he just pulled his pants down on the beach, pissed in the sea, and then like just turned around as if like, just as if he was just pissing on the floor. Do you know what I mean? And he sells fruit. So he doesn't wash his hands. Uh, and I'm like, oh, oh, man. I can't, I can't be dealing with that. Anyway, there's also this like, um, Large nudist beach. Hell no. Yes, I ain't going to nudist beach. I did not know about. Um, but, you know, you just go for a walk down the beach and suddenly yeah. everyone's naked. And you're like, and they're all, almost all old. Yeah. yeah. Or that's and they're almost all French or German. I'm just And saying. they're almost and all very wrinkly in some way or like sunburned in some way. What is going on? Like, honestly, you can't, like, like, why does it have to be the beach? Why don't we have nudist fields? Why is it the beach? Ask yourself that. Well, they that. do. They had that uh, carry-on camping, remember? That was a nudist uh, campground. Yeah, that's true. They do have They camps. do have nudist I'm just nudist saying, camps. you're not walking in the countryside and suddenly you come across a bunch of nude hikers who are like, oh, yeah, this is the nude hiking trail. Then you put your clobber on at the other end of it. No. I Get watched, your fucking uh, clothes on. It's a beach. What's her face? Remember, it's not she, British. I think she was in Harry Potter. Miriam, some, Mar- Mark Margolis? Yeah, she she went to a nudist um, place in Australia. She she had like this show where she was going around Australia. She went to like this full nudist. I don't know. Mm. It, they they seem like a cult to me, but I don't know if they. They were do a feel a little going bit on. Like yeah, there's that. something going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and way, so once Mary anyway, Michaels had been there, they shut it down. We 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 we're sort of walking along. She didn't take her kid off, if that's what oh, you're good insinuating. Her. Yeah, she, but she's we like eighty like, years old. So I know, right. <laughs> We turn this corner and there's like, and the girl in front of me stops and is like, she's like, there's a man just around there with his cock out. And I'm like, and you ran around the corner as fast as you could. I gotta go. Almost like saying, what do we do? Or or warning me. And I'm like, is it glistening? I have to know. (laughs) They're all very like, is it veiny? It's not like, there's always they're always like in these compromising positions as well, like legs spread, like yeah. gooch on full display. Yeah. And I'm doing like, fucking I don't need push-ups. to see old men's hairy gooches <laughs> yeah. like up and down the beach, left, right, and center. Excuse me, anyway. sir. I didn't come here to see your gleaming cock. I came to sunbathe. <laughs> anyway, so I the next day I thought, fuck it, I'm gonna walk the other way down the beach, right? And see where that goes. And so I'm walking down the beach, and again, 
there's like another whole bunch of fucking nudists there. And I'm like, what? we've well, come yeah, to this, you, this resort you, by You went accident. the other way and you were expecting the other way as well. I, I would have expected you to go the other way and come across people more wearing snowsuits. Yeah, full parkas. Full parkas. Exactly. Like, uh, like Kenny from South Park, like it done up like over your whole face and everything. Like, what's going on? Yeah. There, you gotta, there needs to be know. some balance. Anyway, so it's uh, it was that was something I can't. I, I'm just glad I wasn't wearing my glasses. Mm. Do you know what I mean because it, it helped definitely with the um with the with the burned into my retinas issue. Of, I don't need to see so many of yeah. so many old men's ass. Crack. Talking of old men, uh, my mum's grandfather died uh, um, a long time ago. I was going to say left, like left if it recently, stuff, yeah. then that that's no. kind of fucked up. I, I met him when I was about ten, uh, sure. and he was very old then. That that would have been in the uh, in the eighties. Um, and he was a World War One bomber, um, and he was he was a you know Air Force man, a flyer in the First World War. He was a real old gent, um, and uh, he died. Loved nude sunbathing. Loved it. He died. Left a lot of stuff to um, his my so uh, my mum's uncle and. He died a couple of months ago, very sadly, um, or maybe it was about three or four months ago, either way, he died and uh, left some stuff to my mum. He left her some money, which was very kind, but he also left a bunch of family photos and relics and stuff like this that he had accrued. This is all on my mum's side of the family over his lifetime. So my mum's seeing photos and documents and all this stuff. I see. So this is quite interesting. So I guess because he was the last of his generation. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And also and because guess, he, yeah. he was the, he's the last of that line, uh, my mum's sort of family line, if you like. Um, so he, right. he had all this stuff. And um, did his, he have any secrets? He he out? didn't have secrets. But my oh, mum okay. going through um, the uh, first, so I'll, I'll tell you some of the stuff. Her another family member of of, of, of theirs brought a load of stuff to my mum's house. He had a bunch of watches that I said we should definitely get looked at because they're old, properly old watches. My great grandfather's watch that he probably had his entire life, a proper old wind up pocket watch. That's got to be, you know, do, I, all these things need to be insured, I think. Anyway, um, a load of old photos, a load of old files, and a will, last will and testament from her great great grandfather or something like that, like way, way, way back. And she looked, Holy crap. looked at it. She looked up how his old, name. How oh, old is this? Oh, this is from the oh. 19th, so mid 19th century. Uh, right. He was the deputy governor general of Barbados. Wow. And, what? And sadly left in his will to some other guy, 117 slaves. In oh no! In addition to the uh, plantation uh, that he owned, so yeah, it was pretty awkward. Uh, my mum was <laughs> the funny thing is, is my mum says just found out looking through these files. My great great grandfather was the deputy general, uh, deputy governor of Barbados, and I immediately thought, oh, so he was a slave owner. And she said, you don't think he had any slaves? Do you? And I was like, <laughs> probably did, mum. I'll look into it. So oh. I googled his name and uh, Bing Bang Bosch right there uh, on the uh, there's a website that researches all this stuff. Yeah, slave owners, hundred um, percent. And crazily enough, there is a footballer, a Barbadian footballer, who has. 
that my mum's family last name as his last name, so he's probably descended from some of the slaves that were on that plantation that my great 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 grandfather owned. Jesus, yeah, absolutely bonkers. I mean, uh, it's going to so, happen to. I'm, there's probably people listening to this right now who have an ancient ancient relative who was involved. Of course, of course. With, I mean, uh, they're on was, the English side, or even maybe the American side, or, or whatever. Especially the American side. It, it was everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it was it was it was huge. Um, but yeah, it's it's just crazy to think that we're not that far removed. Like we are really not that far removed. No. If we're still in, you know, families are still handing down to each other. This wasn't like a thousand years ago. This was relatively recent. Oh um, yeah. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely bonkers. I also I remember that the abolition of slavery in the British sort of parliament and everything was a big deal. But I guess that it only applied to British soil, like specifically Britain, not overseas holdings. Because I didn't think we still had slaves in the 1860s in Britain. But well, I think again, I think the the Caribbean was this loophole. I yeah, think exactly. It's all it was like it was like the Cayman Islands for money. This was like. The Cayman Islands, but for slaves, you could still have yeah. them there. I think. I think the whole, the whole, all of it is none of it's good. Even like when you look at it, like you know, the government paid out tons of money to when they abolished slavery. Yeah, but it was to to re recompense rich people for the loss of their slaves. Do you know what I mean it never? None of it ever went to the slaves. The, you know, the, the, there was there was all sorts of horrible stuff that happened. This 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 history is 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 yeah, it's pretty 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 nasty. How many relatives? So how how many tears up is this great grandfather? Do you know what I mean? And what I'm asking, I guess, is how many how many great grandparents relatives do you actually have? Is it like 16, 32, 64? I, I it goes know. up quite quickly, right? Yeah. I guess the other thing I, I I heard, and I don't know how true this is, is like people always follow the father's side, like father, 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 father line, right? Um, but the mother's side, like the mother, the matrilineal line, is more reliable because a lot of people. Because if you go back like 10 generations, right, there's going to be 10 different men. And that means there's much more chance that your father wasn't, that the man wasn't actually the father. But the mother is always the mother, right? The, the person who gives birth is pretty obvious that they gave birth unless they adopted a child or rescued a child or something and said it was their own, which can happen and has happened, for mm. sure, many times in history. But the father, you know, there's a lot of times when it's like, was he really the father? Was, was you know, was it just a quick marriage to, to, to hush it up? So... I always am dubious when people go back in line of like a long father line, like how much of that DNA actually is theirs, especially since it's already like 132th or 164th mm. quite quite quickly, you know, within like oh, yeah. five generations, you've, you've doubled, you keep doubling your number of um, grandparents, right? So it's like when people say they're half French or whatever, and I'm like, oh, your mum was French. Like, oh, no, no, my, gra my grandparents were French. And I'm like, so which, which one? Oh, my, you know, you're not half French at all. <laughs> You're like you're like an eighth French, yeah, or whatever. yeah. Um, Which is really, I mean, at that point, you can't really claim it. It's like I think I think once it's past half, you know what I mean? Like it's not like I, I've got. I, I would say one uh, one quarter Irish, but I'm not going to claim that I'm Irish. Like that that's yeah. just silly. Like I'm not going to say, oh, I'm I'm yeah, oh yeah, I'm Irish. Like well, because I, your dark. grandparents might have been living in France, but they might have been born in Italy, which would make them Italian. Do you right, know what I mean? Right. It's like well, what, what, you're going off like such weird information here. Yeah, um, I think it's who, who, where you were born and then where your parents were born is pretty much what defines you. Um, yeah, not where your great great grandparents were from because it's just a waste of time. Oh my god, this is pretty pretty 
pretty unpleasant to learn that you're descended from slave owners yeah though, dude. well like, yeah i mean it, it was it was weird because they're not going to put you on that uh who am i show or whatever it's called um, <laughs> you know that one they who, do, who do you think who you, you are? think you are and it turns yeah. out that- who the hell do you think they are is what they call that episode but, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah i mean it's like you know, cut, it's cut, one, cut. one of those things what can i do i can't be like you know, I can't do anything about it. It's just my great, 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 great grandfather or whatever was 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 this guy, and w- what can I do? No. I think mm. there's a road they're still named after him, so maybe they could rename the road. There you go. That's a good idea. All right, put a petition forward. There you go. Jesus it's Christ! Hard to know. What a revelation. Yeah, I, I I don't know what I would do if I watched that episode. <laughs> <laughs> we bought Perian flax back to Barbados to look to into apologize. The... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, I yeah. didn't. I didn't How see you... one penny of that plantation. I want to know what the fuck. What what happened what to our doing? family plantation? <laughs> Fr- frittered away. <laughs> didn't get a penny of that money. You want to go over it? there and make it great again? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it someone who like Benedict Cumberbatch who recently had um, a plantation that he sold or something? Yeah, he had a the seventh great grandfather of Benedict Cumberbatch brought the. Had a plantation, and he, his family, could face a claim for damages over its historical. Wait, so he to sold slavery. it for money recently? Right, but uh, at this point, I mean, there are still areas that you could call a plantation. It just doesn't have slaves working on it. It's, I mean, it's still a definition of a place. Like, it's not like the the term plantation is so loaded, obviously, because of its history. But it's just a place now. It's just a plantation. It's, it's just, you know, it doesn't have any fucking people enslaved to work there for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a place called Drax Hall Estate. Drax which is Hall! A, Welcome to Drax Hall! You'll never leave! <laughs> by a Tory MP. Mm. Uh, Plunkett, Richard Plunkett Earn Earl Drax. It's a, four, a quadruple-barreled surname. He is actually a current MP. Mm. He's also a captain. He owns a big slave, uh, ex-slave plantation, and apparently Cumberbatch is a part of that family. Mm. Um, and they're they're looking to try and get it back. I mean, well, I don't know what Benedict can do about it. Really, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. He's you know he's a busy man. He's got a career in TV and films. Uh, it is well, but then again, like this maybe is why he's famous, though, right? What, because Cumberbatch, yeah, because he made money through slavery. That money stayed the family. He was rich, wealthy, had a good education, was posh, was able to get theatre training, and that money has, down the centuries, given him this career where he's made billions. He has made billions. billions. There's no maybe way he's made billions. Many millions. He's made many. He's millions made a couple of, of million for sure. Well, I mean, I, See, I think I mean, there's so probably a lot a, of people in England that you could point fingers at then, like most people. Well, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't know how, I don't know enough about this, honestly, to to, to make it cool. Well, wow, it's difficult. It's a deep topic we've just waded into from talking about old men's gooches well, through to it's this. Well, similar kind of vibe. Yeah, I mean, he, you know. he, he is... Um, Flax's relative would have also had a gooch. Um, yeah, so and he might have enjoyed parading his gooch. And well, his it's quite hot in Barbados, yeah. so I assume that you know he probably, maybe he, I don't know, was he in a cult as well? A cult? Yeah, like a I like a nudist it. cult. Yeah. I doubt it. How would you know? Did you find any like I don't know. dongs in See, his belongings? See, but here's the weird thing: he died in the 1860s. Well, I guess you wouldn't find any clothing with you in his belongings. <laughs> he died in the 1860s. Yeah, Jesus there's a conspicuous Christ. lack of pants in this man's belongings. But so here's the weird thing: slavery was abolished in the British Empire in 1831. So he had. So he kept yeah. on. Uh, so I yeah, the I don't know if. Passed. So it's 
says here, um, or he just didn't Christmas update holiday, his will. <laughs> during the Christmas holiday of 1831, a large-scale slave revolt in Jamaica, known as the Baptist War, broke out. It was organized originally as a peaceful strike by the Baptist minister Samuel Sharp. The rebellion was suppressed by the militia of the Jamaican plantocracy and the British garrison ten days later in early 1832. Because of the loss of property and life, the British Parliament held two inquiries. The result contributed greatly to the abolition of slavery with the Slavery Abolition Act of 1833. Up until then, sugar planters from rich British islands such as Jamaica and Barbados were able to buy rotten and pocket boroughs, and they were able to form a body of resistance to move to abolish slavery. In the end, they just said, no, we're going to fucking get rid of it. Um, this West India lobby was later revolved into the West India Committee, purchased enough seats to be able to resist the overtures of abolition. So they just paid to buy ship boroughs where you could just fucking get in as an MP and then vote things down. Uh, but they pushed it through. So slave owners got paid by the British government, the Slave Compensation Act. Yeah. Um, so they paid out £20 million to all these slave owners to free these, these uh, men and women. Um, but if that was in the 1830s, uh, half the money went to slave-owning families in the Caribbean and Africa, while the other half went to absentee owners living in Britain. So what I want to know is, if he's still leaving people slaves in his will in the 1860s, how does that work? Maybe it was an out-of-date will. Yeah, it probably was an out-of-date will. It's got to be. Plus, it's a puzzle. Yeah. We don't, we don't know enough about this period of history. Yeah. Unless he was just like off the grid completely. Like, uh, is that no one was. Like those no Japanese soldiers really... who didn't realize the war ended because they were living in a cave at, like in the 1980s or whatever. They, right. They turned up and they were like, oh, is the war still on? They're like, no, no. It's been done for a long time, guys. Come on. Maybe your maybe um, your ancestor the same thing happened to him, you know? Maybe. <coughs> it was a situation like that. Um so we had a lovely time in Corfu. It was great. I really enjoyed <laughs> good, it. Good. Um it was very restful. I read a book. I read a I read a book called Circe, which Boba had given nice. me, which is like a Greek sort of a re reimagining retelling of a, a, a minor character from I think the Odyssey or um, you know, the the, the, the uh, sometimes these Greek myths aren't really necessarily fleshed out. They're full of characters, but you don't. But Circe is like this kind of terrifying witch character who lives on an island and helps or traps men and helps them out or something. I don't know. She's she's a bit weird. But um, I, I yeah, read, I like read a book recently and... for the first time in God knows how long. I can't remember the last time I read an actual book, a paperback book. Um, it was a book called the. Um, Hepatitis bathtub and other stories uh, is about the band No Effects, who I went to see in, in Leeds earlier this summer. Oh and, yeah, uh, it's a uh, they. It came out a, a while ago, but it was um, it was kind of to celebrate their you know thirty years of being a band or twenty five years of being a band or whatever. And it was just is this um, you went it was like me memoirs during... from all the members of the band. So like it was You went away in the last two weeks, didn't you? To Wembley. I saw yeah, I saw Blur at Wembley you as saw well. Blur, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was heck? incredible. How, you, how come you're getting time off to go and see rock bands in the UK? <laughs> well, <laughs> because I go for less and than twenty four hours here. at a Yeah, he at goes and she comes back. I go and I come right. back. I don't we we were there for barely any time. We just went, saw the show, came back. I did the same thing. Which when I did see you go London City Airport or no? Just airport? Heathrow. I don't okay. think we have a direct to London City anymore from here. Mm. And uh, and Gatwick, the options are a bit limited, but you can fly BA from here straight to Terminal Five, so it wasn't too bad. I see. By the way, I've just checked, and it turns out it was the great, 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 great grandfather left it in his will to this other lad in 1832, and then the next year they were like no more slaves. So. He left them to him in his will when he died. He died just before the abolition of slavery. Then this guy inherited the slaves and immediately had to get rid of them. That's what happened. Sorry, just check. Okay. Just, just to clarify. 
Well, no, good. I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah. Well, right in. I'm sure we'll have a lot. Yeah, of I'm sure there's got to be us. somebody this else out be... there who probably has a similar. Uh, I mean, look, our parents way way were back probably reasonable or people, yeah. but the further back you go, the more fucked up it gets. Yeah. Just saying. So, so what was Blur like in? concert great i mean it's a big big show i've never been to anything like that before in my life I, i've Wem wembley i'd never i've never been to a big stadium before in my life i think the i think the biggest thing i i would have ever been to before that was i went to see monday night raw wwe monday night raw in montreal <laughs> at the molson center i think which is big but um but Wembley was just fucking enormous. I just, I couldn't believe it. Like even when, when we turned up for the opening, uh, we didn't watch all the opening acts, but when, when mm. we turned up, there was one of the opening acts. So was who playing. was it? You and your, your wife? Yeah. And, uh, and, and my brother-in-law as well. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Um, and, uh, it was just, it, it blows you away. Like it's fucking, I can't believe the, just the, the noise of all the people, like when, when there's nothing happening, it just, it, it's the weirdest sound. You feel like you're going insane almost. Like it's- So I, I'm, I'm honestly shocked. You've never been to anything in a big stadium in your life. Not, uh, not that I remember, like not, not wow. like, not certainly not anytime recently. Like I've been to like shows and stuff. I've been to festivals. Like, I, like I've been to Reading. I went to the V festival. Like, uh, right. But it's like the bowl effect of a stadium. Yes. Yeah. Seeing it's it, just, it really and, and we had it. seats that were, we didn't have um, seats on the ground. Like we had stand seats, right? Like, like further yeah, yeah. back. So you just got this huge, th this view of the, like the whole thing. Um, yeah. But it made me realize that I want to go, I, I don't even really watch football or like football that much, but I would go watch a football match at Wembley for sure. Like that, Well, I mean, I, I, I saw, I saw the England's first international there. I think we played Italy oh. and I believe we lost. Um, I think it might've been the under 21s or it might've been the full team, but I, I watched it. England's first internet, what, back in like 1916? At the new Wembley, dingus. I went to a show last night. It was a really intimate gathering. It was very small. I was in the front row, nice. about three feet from the performers. It was my youngest's end of school play. Nice, school nice, play. nice. And they did Shakespeare Rocks, Fuck. Uh, which actually had some banging tunes, but the jokes were a little bad. There was yeah. one joke I laughed at. I was the only one who laughed at it very loudly. And everybody stared at me, and then they carried on with the play, right. which was a little bit of an awkward moment. Uh, and the joke was right. that they arrived somewhere, and one of them says, oh no, um, there's three witches here. And he said, it's worse than that. We're in Scotland. And I just thought that was funny, <laughs> the way the kid delivered it. And I was like, ha 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 ha. And everybody kind of looked at me. But the problem was, I was so close to the kids, they all stood up and sang, and it was always the same kid opposite me. So I was just having a stare at this little kid. And I was like, I know this kid. Like, I know his parents. I know the kid. So I was trying to look at all the other kids equally to try and not just stare at this kid because just singing to a passively faced grown up who's just staring at you, I thought that's going to freak them yeah. out. So I tried to make sure I Yeah, I mean, you've seen your Instagram. Yes, exactly. exactly. It's like looking at my Instagram. So I'm looking around and looking around, but then I'm thinking, he's singing right at me and I'm not looking at him. So now this is weird. So I just sort of, but I can't smile at this kid because, you know, I know him. I can't just be like one of those nodding and smiling parents. So I just kind of tried to remain passive. I should never have sat in the front row. I'm not front row material for that kind of performance. No, you can't pull off the front row. No. It's like, it's like some people are like not middles on the table. No. Like when I was, so we had these big meals, right, on holiday. And sometimes I was like trying to position people in like the right place. So like, you know, the. The more shy people are on the edges, but like the middle is like trying to engage everyone in the conversation. 
like trying to make sure there's no one like just bored on their phone you know it's it's an art yeah you can't i mean you, you can't put an edge person in the middle it's no, no good no it, it ruins everything. the meal yeah, this is a this is a Larry David it is, thing as but well. He's, yeah. It's one of those things that we all knew it, but he put it into words. Yeah. You, you just like, have this to guy have in the middle. Right. This yeah, guy's you, not, not, not a good middle. You no. can't middle. And she's like, what the fuck? And look at they're talking in the kitchen. Who the fuck put him in the middle? I know. He's ruining the whole dinner. Larry, you got to yeah, say you're something. Not, you're not a front row guy. Is your, uh, your youngest uh, daughter is uh, finishing up at uh, primary, she right? So yeah, she's, she's off to secondary next year. This is her year. last yeah, year. Yeah, my son's uh, the It's same. funny because I, I see all these kids, dude, and I've known them since they were in reception and I know their parents and stuff yeah. and they're all growing up. Yeah. And they've all, especially in this last year or two, they fucking explode in height. There are there are some kids in her class that are like the height and and like of a fourteen fifteen I know. year old already. It's crazy. They're yeah, gigantic. a couple of them just take off. Like it's just insane. Yeah. Um, it's funny with the uh, like we we know quite a few or at least recognize quite a few of the parents and and kids from my son's year because he was the first our first kid to go to school. Both my daughter, we don't know nobody. <laughs> like we just we we made sure we didn't know anybody. Yeah, for, first time you get to know parents. Yeah. The second time you're like, I I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I know exactly. Enough. Yeah, I know, I know enough. So uh, like yeah. some of them it's we sad. know too, just from birthday parties or whatever. Like we you know say hi to, but not not like with my a lot of the kids and parents in my in my son's year because it's. I think it's not that we made more of an effort. It was just more of a a new thing to us at the time, right? We thought we had yeah. to. But then yeah. with the second and one, you're so just you, like, you, I know I do not have to, so I'm not going to. But I think you're reaching out to other parents because you kind of want to not look for support, yeah. but you're looking for a shared experience yes. where you guys can yeah. say, and you, you sort of, you need someone because <clears throat> school is new to you yeah. as much as it is your kid. Because I haven't been a parent at school until my kids started going. I had no fucking idea what I had to no. do. And now you, you sort of need that support group. Has anyone got the spelling homework? And we have like a WhatsApp group, you know, what's the deal with the summer fair? Does it, we need help with the PTA? All this stuff. Yeah. So you get to know the parents through that. But with the second one, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You don't need help. You're not going to make friends with some other fucking parent. I don't know this fucking Yahoo yeah. from anybody. Yeah. We're not going to walk up and say hi, fuck off. Yeah. Just go all good fellas about it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do I need to fucking do? The I don't fuck? need this fucking guy. Leave this fucking guy. You must make friends with them, though. No, right? not really. No, with the, really? With the first, first one, first kid, first kid, yeah. yeah, a little bit. You, you, you chat to people a bit more and stuff, and like, because like what Flax is saying, you're looking for people just in a similar situation to you. But are they just too many? There are a no, lot. You've yeah. already got some, <laughs> and they come I don't and go make too. New like, um, you know, sometimes you know, like when my kid was in uh, nursery. You know, all and all the kids that were in nursery with him, we were like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" You know, he's going to be in school with these kids for like six years or whatever. Um, but then tons of them leave, and new ones come in and stuff, and you just yeah, there's always kids yeah. leaving. It's sort of revolving. I feel like door. you, your people who I guess it changes, yeah. right? Uh, but I thought your kids were younger, so you were really actively like waiting outside the school. Well, for we still do that, thing. but we just don't talk to anyone when we do it. <laughs> right. I mean, again, you like we used to with my with my with my older kid but with the middle one we are they just there on their phones or with their headphones in or something the older kids now uh, a lot are yeah and their parents no, I meant the do, parents. Yeah. yeah yeah or they don't even come to the they don't even come to the school they wait like at the parking lot for them or some some of them just walk home far too wow, like all the way really... through town and stuff like i don't know okay. i mean they're old enough too but i just i don't know we we wouldn't want ours to but each to yeah. their own i used to walk home when i yeah. was about that age but it was 
different yeah, time, too. different location as well. Was it maybe a bit safer? I don't know. I don't know. It's the age old. I think everybody goes mm. through this. You know, it's like, oh, it was safer when I was younger. It's, it probably wasn't, but you know, you were you were allowed oh, to we do did. things. We've had emails about yeah. this. I can't remember what they were. I mean, I just think we've become a bit more cautious. Yeah, I think so. Um, Parenting has like, has changed for sure from the eighties. Yeah. Like uh, my parents. I mean, were, certainly. Not massively hands-on. Like when I was old enough to do stuff, they would just be like, yeah, okay, take the bus, uh, walk, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever, yeah. as long as we don't have to do it sort of thing. So rightly or wrongly. I mean, here's, here's one thing for sure that I know is that the, the safety that they put around people, who is allowed to work with kids. Yes. Nowadays, I am so fucking yeah. glad that that exists. Because yeah, yeah. we didn't have any of that when I was no. a kid. And I, I can't remember if I've told this before, but when I was with the cadets, Lewis, you might remember this. When we were with the cadets at school, they needed some older guys to watch us because there are firearms involved. We're doing dangerous shit. So for some reason, some of the guys that worked with the CCF were former pupils who had left the school, were now grown men, but would still come back. I assume they did territorial army stuff at the weekends as well, but they would go away on camps with us. They would go away on the trips with us and the boats and all the rest of it. They were not teachers. They had had no background no. checks. They were just guys who knew people at the school and they were allowed now to work with children. Yeah. That would not happen. I now. don't think so. No. That would yeah. not happen in a million no. fucking years They're now. like camp counselors type situation. All that kind of shit. And anybody who thinks that that's crazy, you're, you're nuts. Because we, we know what fucking went down in the 70s and 80s. And in the 90s as well. And that's hopefully now becoming way, way, way less common. Yeah. Um, but certainly in terms of kid safety, I, I, I talk to, to young people now who grew up outside London, outside a big city, they have the same life. It's the same level of freedom. Yeah. It's just if you live somewhere busy, you get more worried. If you live on a busy street, your yeah, kids don't it's, play out as often Honestly, as like where we live, it's not so much that we're worried about anything other than the roads and the sidewalks are just not great. You know, you're you're right. always almost hanging out into a road and it's it's a small place so the roads are busy all the time. You know what I mean? Like it, it all yep. it takes is like five or six cars and it's fucking packed. But there's certain spots where it's just not safe to cross or you yeah. you know you you wouldn't you wouldn't leave it to a kid to to figure it out sort of thing, you know. Whereas yeah. like where I where I grew up in the suburbs in Canada there's a lot more space. It was a lot quieter during the day, like when I was walking to school, walking home from school. There was like barely any traffic because most yeah. of the traffic was, you know, on the highway to go on downtown the, highway, or yeah. back or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like it was just I mean, completely different. I, I, I yeah, I'm not quiet. I'm not concerned about like who's out and about to that extent or or whatever. It's more just road safety. And I just don't think my kids are there with road safety yet you know what i mean like a, a lot of the time if we're walking with them they're almost just like throwing themselves in the road and you're just like what are you doing you have to look like you got to make sure that there's no cars and stuff you can't just step out into the road sort of thing and if we weren't there i don't know what they would do so i don't know it's one it's one of them I mean, a big cities probably is the same thing yeah I, i'm sure it's a, it's if you're in a big city i think it's always been yeah yeah but there you anyway go. It's been that's an hour and ten minutes of podcast. I know, and I ten believe. solid minutes of real dad talk as well. Oh there you yeah, go. yeah. Lewis is a whole hour yeah. proper dad talk. Yeah. Honestly, we're gonna hear about your dating exploits next week, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, because you've been away for two weeks. I know that's what I'm saying. You've been away. It's been on his holly bobs. So love has to take a has to take a vacation. Flax. I'm saying I want to hear about a date you must set up before the next episode. You must. All right, I'll do my. 
dating homework. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's a that a boy. <laughs> and don't forget, um, as much as the theory, focus on the practical yes, side of things as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> the oral exam. Oh I can handle that. Oh, <laughs> get in there, son. <laughs> yeah, get in there, my son. Oh. All right, we'll see you next time. All bye. Right, bye. bye. bye.